never miss the latest game tea. Check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook at the Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your sip and pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show. And thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp and i'm czar all right czar not the first episode of the new year but it's a new year and a new set of games i'm back on my bullshit oh yeah i'm playing kingdom hearts nice yeah, oh my god start, starting from number one. Oh, that's so funny because I, I don't have a games I'm playing right now. I wanted to talk about my wife, who is also going through Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that was that was pure coincidence, by the way, because you texted me and you're like, she's playing Chain of Memories? Yeah, yeah. The well, worst, not just Kingdom Hearts game, one of the worst games ever made. I agree. I fucking agree with that. But no, she just beat Kingdom Hearts 1, and I only had to beat one boss for her. It was the Wonderland boss, because that guy's kind of an asshole. He's oh, yeah. really tall, and you have to, like, jump off the table to hit him. Yeah. Uh, but then she got to the final boss all on her own and took her, like, seven tries. Good for her. But I was like, no, 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 I, I'm not getting frustrated. I won't let you get frustrated. You got to beat this final boss. Yep. And, like, holy shit, the, uh, the giant meat ship, she was not a fan of. <laughs> yeah, not many of us were. Uh, but then after she beat that, uh, went right into Chain of Memories out of spite. Like, I, I told her, this is the worst game ever. You're going to hate it. I already beat it, so let's just watch the theater right. so you can catch up on the story. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to play it. Not only that, I'm going to fucking love it. And I'm going to be the nope. only person nope. in existence nope. to love it. Nope. Nuh-uh. And no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. Once you once you get to, like, the last two organization 13 members, you're going to be singing a different tune about this game. Yeah, it's kind of fun when you're running around, like, Wonderland with the cards, but it gets intense. Card-based combat, I've never seen it work well. No. Never. It, and just, it's baffling that Kingdom Hearts, like, throughout all of the different iterations. Like, first of all, okay, given Chain of Memories was one of the few, like, weird in-between games that was actually on the PS2. Because remember, Birth by Sleep went to PSP. 358, 6.2 minus 8, <laughs> carry the 1, went over to the Nintendo DS. Yeah, of all places. Yeah, like, at least Chain of Memory stayed on the PS2, but I cannot forgive that combat system. Oh, God, no. Atrocious. Well, it would have been so much better if it was just strictly a card combat system. Like, right. even running around the battlefield while you're trying to sort through your cards, that's not bad. But then you have enemies, like the big guys, where you can't hit them from the front. Yeah. So, like, your combos just get destroyed. Mm -hmm. And, like, you just have to utilize all of the ways to kill enemies from the first game. And that just overcomplicates the shit out of it. 100%. 100%. So... That's what games I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. So how far are you into the first Kingdom Hearts? Okay, well, I tried... Okay, so the whole reason I, I'm doing a playthrough right now is because I wanted Christine to try it. Mm. I'm like, okay, 
It's got anime characters. It's got Disney. Christine likes both those things. She'll love this game. She hates the game. Oh, no. She played it for 30. Okay, given she played it for 30 minutes. She she didn't give it a real chance. And like when you she did not give it a real chance. When but. you start out, it is pretty vanilla, pretty boring. Like Sora can't jump high; he only swings once. People play Kingdom Hearts for uh, the Disney characters mostly, right? That's why Lauren got into it. Exactly. And for the first hour, you don't get Disney characters; no. you get shitty anime people you've never seen before with cringy dialogue. You know, that's like, yeah. why are you making me play this? I'm like, it gets good. It, it does. It gets in the second there. game. In the second game. In the I, second game. Like, what? You just got to give it a hearty 200 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and it's funny because I, I'm just like, oh, honey, you got to do this for the story elements. You got to play number one for the story elements. Fully knowing the story is the worst part of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but it's important, but damn it's it. Important. That's exactly why I'm making her go through Chain of Memories. Uh, I wanted her to watch it, and I, you goddamn right I'm going to make her watch all of yeah. 258 Katamari Damashi over five, seven days. Carry the eight. Carry the Carry eight. Carry the eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Hopefully I play something better next week. <laughs> all right, what are we doing today? All right, well, today on the podcast, we are talking about the Hogwarts Legacy game kicking off, and it looks like it's off to a great start. Uh, sad updates are the closing of the 3DS and Wii U eShop. Mm-hmm. And finally, we'll be talking about a game we hyped up last week, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yep, yep. After that, we'll go through some quick takes and game releases. Right on. Let's get right into it. Starting off with a little Hogwarts. Now, I'm just going to assume this one's mine. Yeah, yeah. You've been really high up on the Hogwarts lately. I mean, I'm interested in it, but I don't think I have quite the vested interest that you do. All right. Well, let's just get into this article. We'll see what you think. Right now, this is coming to us from GameRant.com. Mr. Oh, Jesus. Look at this name. Esther Voros? Yeah. That's, that's what I would go with. Esther Voros. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Voros. So... Based on pre-order information from various platforms, Hogwarts Legacy has already been declared to be a big contender in 2023. Twitter user and YouTuber Benji Sales, who talks about video game industry news, especially focused on dating and sales, has reported the projection. While Hogwarts Legacy has received some criticism, its poll is still undeniable. Let's get one thing out of the way. The quote-unquote criticism has not been about the game itself. No, not at all. Everything It's been about the creator. Yeah. Literally (laughs) everything negative anyone has had to say about this game has nothing to do about this game. Yeah, it's not at all about the game. Yes, (laughs) the creator is a little... is has some opinions that a lot of people don't like, but... Right. Look at the game. To put it lightly. To put it very, very lightly. (laughs) But we're looking at the game here. Exactly. A little bit more from the article. Looking at Steam, it's obvious for all to see how popular Hogwarts Legacy is among players. The game is currently second on the top sellers list, a jump from last week's fourth place, and sits at number one on top of the wish list games five weeks before launch. So, wow. Here's the thing. The whole JK Rowling debacle. Because of that, we did not exactly know how this game was going to do. On one hand, this is the game I've been waiting for for my whole entire fucking life. <laughs> On the other hand, J.K. Rowling. So, it's a pretty and, weighted we'll hand. It and we'll put it at that. I know, it's like, <laughs> like what are you going to do? 
I've had this cognitive dissonance because of that. But we've been getting our hands on more and more gameplay, right? Like they showed you riding things in the forest, riding around Hogwarts on a broomstick. And you know what I saw today? I saw a video. I don't know if it was leaked or if they actually, Warner Brothers gave it to us, of the three forbidden spells, right? How they look in the game. They look fucking Awesome. You can learn the forbidden spells in yes. the game? Oh my god, just running around killing people. Abracadabra. Avada Kedavra, that was a thing. And uh, like the Crucio curse, like it was all there. And it was, and it looked fucking stellar. Dark, fucking dark. Oh I yeah. I love it. So I guess my question about all of this is, you know, there's been so much speculation, not just uh, by us, but about uh, by everybody in the community about how this game was going to do. Because, of course, on one hand, it looks beautiful. On the other hand, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Are, Rowling. Yeah, uh, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> and despite that, the sales are outrageous. So for all those people that said they weren't buying the game, some of you are lying. Yeah, yeah there's some liars in this group some right here. Some of you are lying. Speak up now. Are you surprised at how well the game's doing before launch? Honestly, not a damn bit. Really? Really. I I mean, we've been following this game for a while. We've been watching a lot of trailers and some gameplay on it. And it, it's just gotten better and better. It looks better and better each time we see it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, it, I haven't pre-ordered it, but it's definitely on my wish list. Well, that's actually the thing I want to talk about, though, is what makes this even more impressive, the amount of pre-orders, is we're in the age of dead pre-ordering. Oh, yeah, pre-ordering We've all is... caught on by now. We know it's a scam. <laughs> it's a fucking scam is what it is. Right, exactly. So for the uh, the fact that this has received so many pre-orders, even then, like, I don't know, man. It's crazy to me. I, I'm honestly not too surprised by it because, I mean, namesake alone, it's going to get a lot of fans. But then the developer studio behind this puts in the care and the time and, like, really makes it an immersive experience. Right. Not only that, but, like, take away the elements from the surface, how pretty the game looks, and its integration with this wonderful fantasy world. It's a damn good RPG. It is in-depth as hell. Like, you can level up spells. All the customization is there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's got the elements that make it a good game, and I think that's being easily reflected by the pre-orders and the wish lists. And, you know, because of how much they've given us from the game already, from what they've shown, I think what's making it so popular is that it's not just attracting the attention of the Harry Potter crowd, just RPG fans in general are looking to this game like, look, I don't give two shits about Harry Potter. I don't give two shits about J.K. Rowling, but riding around on a broomstick and keep killing people with these forbidden curses looks like fun. And I'm like, <laughs> I have some questions about that, but you're right. But, but you're right. But you are right. Are there spiders? Have we seen the spiders 100%. yet? 100%. We haven't seen Aragog, uh, but he's there. You better be. Otherwise, I am not going to get this game. <laughs> I want to ride a spider. One second, I need to make sure Aragog's the right name so I don't piss people off. I think that's right. That sounds right. Aragog. Yep. Yeah, Aragog. I was right. I was trying to think. I was like, oh, man, if I got this mixed up with a Lord of the Rings thing, I'm screwed. Oh, I was thinking Aragog, the the book about the dragon. No. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so I'm excited for Hogwarts Legacy. We've been talking about this game a fuck ton, and now it's only like one month away from being released. Is it really? Yeah. I don't February, even, yeah. yeah? Fe- February's coming out. I don't even know what I'm going to buy it for yet. Mm. I'm going to definitely get it for my Xbox. You my don't series. say. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hit that 200,000 somehow, man. Mm. Yeah, all right, fine, that's fair. All right, should we move on? Let's go. All right, what's up next? Next, uh, a little bit of a sad update. The Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShops will be discontinued in 2023. And this is an article by Cat Bailey, so thank you, Cat. The shutdown process will begin later this year, curtailing or removing access to thousands of digital games. Um, so it looks like here... We will no longer be able to access the 3DS or Wii U shops on March 27th of 2023. So make sure you spend those e-coins now. Make sure you (laughs) spend all that digital Nintendo money because it's about to poof. Czar, what are you going to do without your Wii U? (laughs) I don't know. I'll just be sad. I'm being a dick, but do you actually own a Wii U? I don't. I wish I did. (laughs) 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 Only like six people bought them. (laughs) Zach happens to be one of them. No, 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 he sold it. Oh, yeah, he sold he it. He sold it. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever bought that poor person who bought Zach's console is not going to be able to use it much longer. The biggest... Okay, so let, let me be clear. I put this article in the script. I don't give two shits about the Wii U. I say good riddance to that yeah. shop, right? <laughs> the only reason I'm a little sad is because at the moment... We do not have Twilight Princess and Wind Waker remakes on the fucking Switch yet. Oh, yeah. So the best way to do those right now is through the Wii U. Mm. Right? Well, the Wheezy shop is long gone. <laughs> yep, true. So Wii U, I don't give two shits. What I what really interests me about this, the Nintendo 3DS, right? Now, here's the thing. We've known for a little while, right? Because we've covered this before. We knew that the eShop was closing down. But... It is time to start thinking about what you want to add to that 3DS collection before it's gone. Absolutely. Because here's the other thing about the Switch. We do not yet have a virtual console. Nope. You can't play GBA games. Uh, Any Game Boy games. You can't play any Game Boy games. Obviously, no Nintendo DS games. There is no way to catalog any of that for the Switch right now. All we have is the 3DS, and in two months, you're no longer going to be able to buy anything through the eShop. Which is still kind of crazy to me. I know how portable the Switch is, but goddamn, that is their last portable console, like their handheld console that be they it. made. Yeah. I mean, it's really it's going to be the only console that's still really receiving support. And, and come to think of it, I don't even know if they're doing much with <laughs> like anymore. physical 3DS games, right? Like, no, no, no. I, I think they kind of discontinued all production on cartridges for, for the 3DS. And I mean, my biggest question is, how do you preserve all of the gems that came from that console? Like, we had a Smash Bros. on that console. Uh-huh. We had several Pokemon games. And now they're just going to be, like, non-existent. So, you're absolutely right. And that's why your good friend JP is here to tell you what you need to do. <laughs> because Nintendo has added another challenge to this. The eShop is closing down in two months. But they stopped allowing you to add points to the eShop about four months ago. Oh, yeah, they did that with the Wii, too. I remember seeing that. So you can't add points, right? What the fuck are you supposed to do? You're like, oh, man, I need to go get my 3DS now. Don't bother, because you can't add points to the eShop. But, 
bada, 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 but that's why your friend JP is here. <laughs> so let me, uh, let me lay it down for you. The 3DS's eShop currently has first, second, and uh, not third, but like two generations of Pokemon games, all of the old school Zelda games, old school Kirby, old, old school Mario. All of that shit is still on the eShop. And if you want to preserve it, here's what you need to do. You need to get your Nintendo Switch, right? You may not be able to upload money to the eShop on the 3DS, but if you share an account between your 3DS and your Nintendo Switch, you can upload that money to your Nintendo Switch. Oh, so uh-huh. it's not just out of pocket, out of mind. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then once you upload that money to the Switch, you can then log into the eShop on your 3DS and use those funds to buy uh, the games. That's clever. But you have to do that in the next two months, and then they're gone forever. Time's a ticking, people. Isn't that crazy? That, Isn't yeah. Isn't that ominous? I'm trying to be ominous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I distinctly remember this exact situation from when they closed down the e- the Wii's eShop. Uh, right. Because I still had a couple hundred e-points for, for that, and so, you know, I found a, the cheapest game I could find just to use the points, but I was really sad to see that go, and it's just really weird the gaps of time that they provide for not being able to pick up any more points to having to spend the rest of them, otherwise you just out some money. Right. Precisely. I don't know. On one hand, now this is far-fetched. I'm just, like, reaching here. But what if them dissembling the eShop on the 3DS means that some kind of support is coming to the Switch? I would hope so, but we still don't really have any Wii titles for for the Switch. That's fair. Um, And the Wii was discontinued. Two years ago? Three? Maybe even oh, like no, five. a long time ago. You haven't yeah. been able to get on the shop on the Wii in a long time. Yeah, ago. long, long time ago. And there hasn't been really any integration from that standpoint, aside from like, well, I guess these are Wii U titles that they keep remastering and porting to this the This isn't Switch. about the Wii U. I don't care about the Wii U. No, no, no. <laughs> but like, I know, I'm just... Yeah, but like, because what was it? It was... Uh, Toad's Adventure Tracker and like Pikmin 3 were all Wii U titles that are getting ported over to the Switch. But we haven't seen any like strong Wii titles. We've been waiting for Twilight Princess. Of course. Um, I guess the only Wii title that we've pretty much seen go to the Switch has been Super Mario Galaxy. True, but I don't really consider that because, you know, that was part of the Mario package with the three Mario games, so... That's technically right, but it didn't feel authentic to, like, the idea of, oh, let's bring Wii games over to the Switch. Like, it, That's fair. You it, know what I mean? It was a total Mario package, but, like, that's the only preservation they've had for the Wii. Oh, God damn it! I hate it. I, I hate that you're right. Well, uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah, the okay. Skyward Sword remake. That's true. Skyward Sword did did get the remake, too. I guess it's not a remake. It's just a straight-up port. They didn't do anything different. No, they didn't. They the didn't. graphics <laughs> are the exact same. Everything works the same, even how you have to have momentum to swing your sword. <laughs> now, here's my suggestion. Uh, I uh, Here is what I am going to do, and you can follow suit. I'm going to put $100 down on my Switch. I, uh, 100 bucks, right? And I'm going to be downloading every Pokemon game, whether I have like any intention of playing them or not, like the OG Red, the Blues, right? Naturally. Um, 
any Zelda games I'm missing, which aren't much. I think I've got all of about all of them. I was going to say, are you missing any ga- Zelda games? Let's see. Uh, the OG Link's Awakening, the OG Legend of Zelda, The Adventure of Link, uh, Ages of Oracles, Ages of Sea... Or no. Yeah, Ages of Oracles. Or- and Seasons. Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. I yeah. had those backwards. There we go. Yeah. Just about there. Just about there. <laughs> and I mean, a couple of those titles you just said are available on the Wii. Or the Switch, not the Wii. Yeah. Um, you got a remake of Link's Awakening, uh, and then through their virtual consoles of the SNES and NES, you can do Legend of Zelda 1, 2. Remakes, I love the remake of Link, Link's Awakening. I fucking do. It's but so pretty. if you want to play the OG, what are you supposed to do? That's that's true. Well, you go to your local game shops, and you spend about $100 getting a tiny little cartridge. Correct. <laughs> and here's the other reason I say... Get some good games on your 3DS. Imagine what that's going to do to the value of the thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you have DLC or, like, downloaded games on there, Yeah, that you can't crap. get anymore. Like, turn I'm that around saying. for thousands, man. So funny. I actually, the 3DS I have now is this very special Zelda 3DS XL, like the new 3DS XL. It was a Zelda version that they were only selling back in, like, 2014 or 15 or something for like two months and it was a GameStop exclusive <laughs> that just GameStop. happened to fall on my birthday and I didn't know what else to do. I was like oh, I'll take the new DS and I got it and hey. now that $200 3DS is already worth like four or five hundred bucks just because it's a special edition yeah yeah so now imagine if you load that bitch with all of the Zelda. Yeah, with all the games. Yeah, that aren't coming back. I'm just saying. That's no. That's that's really clever. That's really smart. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really know what else to say on this article. It's sad, but it's tied to the times. You know, like they gotta support their modern consoles. They gotta shut down service to other consoles because that's just taking away manpower for the next games. Yeah, I had a sliver of hope that maybe this meant. Switch support. You just smushed it. You just uh, you took it and you smushed it. I didn't smush it. Nintendo will squish it. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. All right. So, just saying, get it out of your system. Late March 2023, goodbye eShop. It's gone. Oh, yeah, and Wii U, Wii U owners, you can, yeah, and the you, Wii U. You can do whatever. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. The six of you out there, be sad, be angry about it. But really, come on, poor 3DS. Yeah. It is what it is. All right. What's up next? Next, we're talking about Star Wars Jedi Survivors gets an ESRB rating ahead of its release date. Oh, this article's hilarious. This is pretty good. So, coming to us from Joshua Duckworth. Uh, I love that last name. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Joshua. Star Wars Jedi Survivor gets a T14 rating in the ESRB with the summary discussing the game using lightsaber... Slash and break enemies, potentially stress-inducing cries of pain, and some slight swear words. (laughs) Overall, it's a pretty straightforward rating that anyone who played Cal Kestis' first journey in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order would come to expect. So here's why I think this is hilarious. Now, I'm a stupid 27-year-old that goes on TikTok too much, right? (laughs) Aren't we all? And uh, here's the fucking thing that's infuriating but awesome about TikTok. How good it is at finding the content that you really, really like. And what it found out I like is Gamer Rage. 
just <laughs> smashing controllers, yelling at their team, whatever it may be, right? I actually saw, found out that there's a big group of people that are really upset that this got a T for Teen rating. Why? Because they were expecting it to get something more. They wanted something more, like, graphic. I mean, okay, I have a lot of opinions about this, but keep going. The, let's hear your opinions first, because I do too. Okay, uh, well, I have noticed that over time, the ESRB has gotten a lot more lax. It depends on what it is. For example, Halo has been rated M forever until the latest games. Now it's rated T for Teen. Well, yeah, because what's Halo offering that every other game's not anymore? Well, that's know? the thing. Back on Halo OG, there were no swear words. There may be a, been like a shit or a damn here and there, but it was just the blood. Like the blood, the shooting, that's what gave it an M rating. Yeah. But now... You can have all that stuff, and it's a T-rated. Call of Duty used to be rated M for the longest time. That's right. Now it's rated T. Correct. And so I, I believe on one side of this, the ESRB has kind of reformed what they consider as mature content. Right. Now on the other side of this, I do fall into kind of the bias that some people are thinking. If I see a T for teen game, I kind of scoff at it, and I look the other way because I'm like, I'm a mature-ass adult. I can handle this content. Right. And I just expect a game to not hold any punches back. And, like, if they want to say fuck, they say fuck. If they have some blood, there's some blood. I mean, you still have to consider that well, Star Wars is still tied to Disney. Yes, yes. They've got to be careful. Oh, absolutely. Well, Tony Stark only got, like, two shits in the entirety of his role. <laughs> That's so true. And, I mean, what would make... A Star Wars game rated M. That's actually kind of what I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to read this excerpt, right? So basically what they did was they noticed, oh, people aren't happy about that for some fucking reason, and they put in one of the funniest fucking sentences I've ever read in a gaming article. Read this. For anyone looking for any particular insight, of course referring to the rating, there's not much to go on here, unlike some ESRB ratings, but it does say, and I quote, some sequences depict characters getting impaled through the chest. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I mean, we watched Darth Maul get cut in half, and it was a PG-13 movie. Yeah, but they didn't, like, show it. Like, when he actually gets sliced, like, it goes to his face going, oh, no. This yeah. is my I've been cut in half face. But then he falls down the shaft, and his legs go one way, and his torso goes the other. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. And Star Wars never even shows, like, blood. No, no. Well, I mean, lightsabers are really nifty at cauterizing wounds. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> so there is no blood. It's just a lost limb. No blood. But I think the other piece of this that's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, why are you people surprised? Is Jedi Fallen Order. That had a T for teen rating. Yeah. What did you think was going to be super different? Yeah. I... I, I I just don't get it. Am I missing something? <laughs> I like how this goes on here, but it also denotes Star Wars Jedi Survivor as using a melee-style combat. It is further described as fast-paced with cries of pain, impact sounds, and large explosions. Honest to God, that sounds to me like a lot for T for Teen. Yeah, that, that does sound pretty intense, and that kind of brings me back to my point of, like... It's gotta be gore. Yeah, like, gore and swears, sexual... Uh, undertones, overtones, 
uh, and drug and alcohol use. Those are what will get you an M rating. Star <sighs> Wars has none of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's weird to me. I, I, I wonder, I feel like people think that without these higher ratings, it ruins the game because there are certain things you can't do. See, and like, like, I have say, that by... You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, if they if they were given that freedom to... If they were given that M rating, if they were given that freedom, what the fuck would they change? Yeah, exactly. Like, What they, would they change? They'd add some swears or no, some I'm alien titties. No, I'm asking you. What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking you. Um... <laughs> Put some sort of like space strip club in it or something. It's <laughs> got to exist, right? Like a oh, Tatooine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the they most had a depressing strip club that's ever existed. They had like a dance club in one of the Star Wars. I'm pretty sure. Like, can we play something else? Something else. Something else. The fuck do you think you are? Any other songs? This is the one song. We can play this song in a different key. That's different. You know, like G, <laughs> the key of G. <laughs> oh yeah, but no, I do. I, I have that bias a little bit. Um, but you know, nothing takes away from it based off of the rating. Like, I absolutely loved Psychonauts, and that had a T rating. Right here, uh, so all fun and games. I actually really love this last little bit of the article. Both Star Wars Jedi Survivor and its predecessor, Fallen Order, have a T for teen rating, specifically for mild language and violence. Star Wars Jedi Survivor seems to be embracing the darker period of the Empire's rule, but fans should expect or fans should expect any major or mature themes out of it nonetheless. And what that tells me is like, look, you're gonna get a damn good story. You're gonna still see see and hear things that like fucking make you think. Plus I find, like, I'm not an amazingly big Star Wars fan, but what I find extraordinarily interesting is that time in between Order 66 and Episode 7, right? Thinking about what could have happened to all of these young Jedi, the younglings, right? And that's exactly what the story is of Cal Kestis. It's like a story of one of the younglings that survived Order 66. And that's cool that they're absolutely branching out into the like the extended universe of Star Wars, you know? We're not getting any more Skywalker sagas. Did you just say Star Wars? Star Wars. Oh no, that's a completely different <laughs> that's, property. Don't Google that, people. Do not search that. Game T is not trying to be sponsored by Game by Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> I know usually I go I usually go along with the joke and say, but we are trying to be not this time. Not this time. Not this no, time. we don't want I, I'm drawing the line. We don't want anything to do with that corner of the internet. <laughs> Anywho. Are you actually gonna play this? I know I am, because I played Fallen Order. Did you play Fallen Order? No, I haven't played Fallen Order. It's on and Game I, Pass. Yeah, yeah. I really want to play it, and I really want to play this game, so I'm going to have to go back sometime this year and play Fallen Order. Cal Kestis is fucking awesome. I love him. Oh, I'm very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess as a final note for this article, grow up, people. It's going to be a damn good game. It's going to be a damn good game. Don't... But if you do need to smash something, send it our way. Yeah, send, send us videos, please. And, you know, don't judge a game by its ESRB rating. All right, that's about it for the main articles. We got some quick takes. You want to hear it? All right. Here is one I threw in specifically for you because oh. I knew it was going to make you outrageously mad. You put it in to attack me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get ready for this. Dead Space Remake will come with a free Steam copy 
of Dead Space 2. You hear that? So your $70 will get you two games that you've already Yippee! paid for. I'm so excited. As a big Dead Space fan, is that any It's no consolation. No. no. <laughs> Not a bit. Because they're going to give you the same damn Dead Space 2. They're not going to polish it. They're not going to add any bells and whistles. It's not going to be new. It's just going to be the old game that you get with a, in quotations, new game. Okay, so when you take a game like Mass Effect, like, what did Mass Effect do that justified that brand new price tag? What is it that they're doing that Dead Space is? Uh, well, they built their grounds for their games from the ground up, and that's not to discount the studio at EA because they did like build Dead Space One from the ground up again. Like they, I've been watching a bunch of videos. They are changing like everything. Don't do that. Don't give credit to EA. <laughs> I know it. Just, it, <laughs> it made my stomach churn too. God but fucking EA. But no, my advice here is wait, remaster Dead Space Two. And then offer that. Don't give us a game that we have played again. My advice is don't offer it for full price. Yeah, exactly. Make it $35. <laughs> dollars. Make it $40. You know, Destroy All Humans actually sold quite a bit of copies because, you know, they came with a reduced price tag. $40 as, as much as I'd be. That's like max. That's at the point where it's like... Yeah, I mean, after seeing some of the cinematics and some of the gameplay from this Dead Space remake, I would pay $50. Yeah. I mean, I may even chuck out $60 for this game, like a full price game, but not for, like, the standard edition. Like, if sure. it's going to be $60, I want a little bit of DLC. Maybe you can toss in Dead Space 2 with that, but... No, don't don't be charging me sixty nine ninety nine. Patronize me for, for the standard edition, and then seventy nine ninety nine for the goddamn deluxe edition, only to get an old copy of a game. Look at it this way: it'll probably be discounted in like two months. I know oh, that's not the point. God, I hope so, because I am not paying that price. EA, I will not. I included a second quick take that's just supposed to make you feel worse. <laughs> Read this one for me. Xbox Oreo promotion unlocks skin in Halo, Forza, and Sea of Thieves, plus more. So that means not only is your group of Xbox play, uh, playing hooligans taking all the Doritos, taking all the Mountain Dews, you gotta just have the fucking Oreos too, don't you? You're goddamn right. Damn. Gaming goes great with Oreos. Did you see these Oreos, though? Like, they got the Xbox I'm logo. I'm going to post it to Twitter because it's actually fucking dope what they're doing. They got the A, B, X, Y buttons. Yep. That's so cool. I, I, I love, you know, colorful, creative Oreos. They're not really colorful. They're the same color, but they're creative. They could have done, like, a green filling. Yeah. like yeah, Especially, mid- yeah. That would make sense. That would make a lot of Patty's sense. Patty's Day's coming up, so they could just then switch it out. <laughs> <laughs> no one will notice. Yeah, no one will fucking notice. Let's, I'm trying to look in here. Okay, it takes place in 22 different countries throughout the month of January. Oh, shit, that's winding down then. We better get some Oreos. Yeah, I was going to say, I might stop over to Walmart after this and grab a pack and see what I get. I mean, I might, but, you know, apparently if you buy some of these packs of special Oreos, you're going to get some skins and some DLC codes for Halo Infinite, Forza 5, and Sea of Thieves, plus others. Plus others. Yes. It doesn't really go into how many others, but <laughs> the big three. And, uh, because that's it for Xbox and <laughs> others. And those are all our exclusives. 
Oh, that's fucking funny. I'm trying to see if they have... Oh, they do. They do have a, a picture of the Halo skins. It's it's like a, a blue and a white, but the white is speckled with, like, black cookie chunks. Unironically, I would love to have a Halo skin. I return to Halo Infinite every once in a while for, like, two days. I'd like to flex my Oreo skin. <laughs> well, better go get some Oreos. Yeah, then. I guess I'm going to get some fucking Oreos after this. Jesus. Okay, on this note, I just thought of the best game they should have done this promotion for. What's that? Grounded. You can find you Oreos got? in Grounded. Can you really? Yeah, you find giant cookies. They are just called cookies. but Sandwich they look, cookies. Yeah, sandwich cookies, but they look exactly like Oreos, and then you go hit them with your, your hammer or something, and then you get cookie chunks. That would have been so cool if they would have made Xbox Oreos and put them in Grounded. I think that just would have been too much with the licensing, because that would have been cool. Probably. Plus, what's Grounded's player base looking like right now? Oh, it's huge. Yeah? Every, it's been regarded as one of the best survival games. All right, then. Yeah, if you don't have Grounded, you got to get on it. Well, I got Game Pass, so I got Grounded, but I'm too busy. Well, you got to get on it. Playing my shitty anime Disney game. <laughs> when you are <watch laughs> Shut <away>. up. <laughs> All right. We've got one more quick take, and this one is for me because I just wanted to laugh at people. Are you ready for this? All right. The 40 series of GPUs are now available, and everyone cries. Oh, like this if you cry ever, team. Okay, now, with this article, I've got good news and I've got bad news. I'll start with the bad news, because I'm a sadist, right? The bad news is, what did I say last year when the 30 series of cards came out? I said that they're just going to do this every year. The latest, the greatest. Don't spend all your money on a graphics card until you fucking need it, because you don't need that much power anyway. Did anyone listen to JP? No. Doesn't you see all these like it. 3080s, 3090s, 3070s, all going out the fucking door, right? And a time where you have to pay scalper prices, by the way. Yep. Right? One Still year. a big problem. And actually, that's where the good news comes in, right? It's not nearly as big of a problem. Ooh. Or finally, it's calmed down. Here's the bad news. If you bought a 30 series card last year, Spent $1,200 on that new 3090. Actually, I think I'm trying to remember the exact price points for the 30 series. But guess what? doesn't even fucking matter anymore because now the 40 series is here. And all of those power-hungry crybabies are already like, oh, you got to get the 40 series of the fucking cards. I'm like, no, you don't. But I just got the 30 series. <laughs> you don't have to do this to yourself. <laughs> I have a 2070. It's doing fine. You've got a 1660 Ti. Love it. Yeah. It's it's done good. Like, I don't think I need anything heavier. You know, I sold that card to you for 200 bucks. If I just held on to it for another year, it'd be worth like six. That <laughs> sucker. <laughs> so, the bad news is, if you're somebody that just purchased the 30 series to flex, <laughs> right? Uh, the 40 series is here. Yeah, they're a bit more powerful. Yeah, you're they're a bit more expensive. Your flex ain't worth shit now. New cards. Here's the good news. I haven't done a lot of research on, like, the ease of obtaining a GPU recently. Um, I knew it was getting better, but I didn't know how much better. I was actually able, when I was doing the research for this, I got on NVIDIA's website, which is the first place it goes, every single one of their 40 series graphics cards they have in stock. Wow, they're available. So I started doing research, and I went to Best Buy, I went to Amazon. Graphics cards are pretty readily available now. Wow, that is that is impressive. We're healing. 
We're getting there, everyone. We're getting there. <laughs> now, if you weren't planning on getting a new GPU anyway, that's not a huge consolation. But, but, honestly, just fuck the crypto bros, too. Like, yeah. It's more about me saying fuck you guys than. It's more about you flexing. Yeah, it's about me flexing. <laughs> <laughs> And that is it. That is it for our quick takes. Oreos and all. Oreos and all. All right. You want to do game releases? All right. So, on January 11th, we got two games coming out. We got Children of Silent Town for the PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. And then also on January 11th, we have Candria for the PC. On January 12th, we have Gatewalkers for the PC. One Piece Odyssey for the PC. Rogue AI Simulator for the PC, Terror of Hamasaurus for the Switch, uh, Vengeful Guardian Moonrider for the PC, PlayStation 4, and Switch. Now, on January 13th, we have Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series. Wait, what? Yeah. I have this for the series. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what? I don't know what to fucking tell you. We also got some Kakarot DLC, Bardock, Alone Against Fate, for the PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch, also on January 13th. And finally, we have One Piece Odyssey coming to the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series, and PS4 on January 13th. So, apparently, PC players get to play this game one day early. Now... I have never had much faith in anime games, and I still don't. But I love One Piece. You don't say. I love One Piece. I am on episode 550 of 1000 and something. I'm getting there. You're getting there. I'm fucking getting there. And I I mean, I don't know if this game's going to be good. I don't know anything. I've never seen gameplay. <laughs> I don't know shit. But I do know two things. Number one, I love One Piece. Number two, there's nothing else on this list I'm even remotely excited about. <laughs> God damn, you're really sounding like that dude who was who was boasting JoJo's Bizarre Adventure at the no, Game Awards. No, no, don't you dare compare <laughs> me to one of those assholes. We- JoJo's is a whole different fucking monster. If you criticize One Piece to a One Piece fan, I'll tell you that's fucking fair. You don't want to watch 200 episodes of an anime for it to start, quote-unquote, getting good? Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> JoJo's fans? No. No. You say, no, you say anything negative about a fucking, about JoJo's and they'll go apeshit. Like, you know, there's going to be one guy whose power is he can make his hands super big, but only if he brushed his teeth that morning. Like, no, that's a really cool power, actually, if you think about it. Better pack a toothbrush. God, fucking, ugh, JoJo's. <laughs> I tried. I tried. It's no One Piece. It's not a One Piece. Oh, yeah. Anyway, video games. I don't know if One Piece Odyssey is going to be good. <laughs> do we know anything about Have you seen anything for it? Like, what, what, do, you, what do you do? You search for that One Piece? You know how you, you know how DBZ's release so many games, and it's just like Goku riding around and turning Super Shan, and, <laughs> and it's like I can't tell what game this is because this is all the games. I feel the same way about One Piece Odyssey. Ah. It's your standard go beat up characters from the anime, Buggy the Clown, and fucking everyone. Oh, I, I that name like triggered a core memory for me back watching One Piece when I was a kid. Buggy he's like the clown. He's like the first pirate that Luffy like really has to go after. Uh, okay. Like he fucks up other people before he gets to Buggy the clown. And I fucking hate I hated Buggy the clown. Now I kind of like him, but 
Because he doesn't go away. He's the only pirate that doesn't go away. Anyway. All right. One last thing we got to do before we leave. Let's talk Smash Tournament. Of course. Yes, we got to advertise the Smash Tournament. Do not forget, Sippers, on January 21st, we are hosting a Smash Bros. Ultimate Tournament at the Hale Varsity Club. You can find that link in the description. Description. We have an Eventbrite link. You yep. can sign up there. You can follow us on Twitter at GameTPodcastX. Correct. And you can check it out on Facebook, too. Yep. Anything else? I think that's it. There's a lot going into the works. We are getting there. It's coming. It It's coming fast. <laughs> it's coming for like two weeks from today, right? Or two, not today, but... Two weeks from this Saturday, essentially. Ah, shit. All right. Well, make sure you sign up for the tournament. And until then, thank you for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye! Bye. A Huda Media Production.